0: This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. And I'd like to welcome you to the month of May, one the month series on operationalizing your compliance program. And this month, I will focus on the use of your human resources function to help you operationalize your compliance program. This month, my sponsor is Advanced Compliance Solutions, Advanced Compliance Solutions is your one-stop shop for all compliance-related services. Uh, Advanced Compliance Solutions has a new, exciting service offering called the Compliance Alliance, which is a three-step program that will provide you and your team a background into compliance and the FCPA, so you can consider how your product or service fits the needs of the compliance officer, the compliance practitioner, and the compliance professional. It includes a boot camp, a podcast series, sponsorship, and an in-person training. Each section and bills on the other and provides your customer service and sales teams with the knowledge they need to have intelligent conversations with compliance officers and decision makers. When the program is complete, your teams will be armed with the knowledge they need to sell and service every new compliance client. Interested people should contact myself, Tom Fox. In the evaluation of corporate compliance programs issued by the Department of Justice, there was an section on (coughs) incentives and discipline. This spoke directly to the need of the HR function and compliance or several other uh, parts of the evaluation which speak to the integration of compliance into your HR function to fully operationalize your compliance program. Each day this month, I will be exploring a different way for you to operationalize your compliance function through the HR function. I hope you enjoy this series. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day five the reference check why is hiring so important to operationalize your compliance program it is because hiring is important to any company's health and reputation like most areas of compliance good hiring practices for those employees who will do business in compliance with anti-corruption laws such as the FCPA are simply good business practices by one industry estimate, it costs an average of roughly $4,000 to replace a single employee. And one survey of 2,500 corporations found that a single bad hire can cost more than $25,000 in lost productivity, lower morale, and the like. Indeed, one of the energy service companies where I worked estim- estimated that costs were as high as $400,000 to hire and fully train a new employee. I would add that these costs go up significantly if a bad hire violates the FCPA. The Department of Justice, as far back as 2004, in opinion release 0402, realized this was an important part of an overall compliance program when it approved the proposed compliance program that had the following requirement. Clearly articulated procedures that ensure that discretionary authority is not delegated to persons who the company knows to have a propensity to engage in illegal or improper activities. One area in hiring that is often underlooked is the reference check. Many practitioners feel that a reference is not of value because prospective candidates will only list references that they believe will provide glowing recommendations of character. However, the problem with this analysis is that it leads to a pro forma reference check. This is a misconception, and you can utilize the entire hiring process and reference checks as a valuable tool for your compliance program going forward. There are generally three steps you can take to facilitate this. One is a resume review, two in-person interview, and three is reference checks. This is good policy for any hiring practice. Resumes are good for establishing basic qualifications for the job, but really not much else. The primary problem with in-person interviews is that they are skewed in uh, favor of persons who are well-spoken or who present well. The key check, therefore, is through references. And references are really the only way to learn many of the things that you need to know Particularly whether someone's going to do business ethically and in compliance with corporate policies and procedures. Many people believe that reference checks are not of great value because companies cannot or will not give out much information other than confirming dates of employment and perhaps salary information. However, there's a way around that, the way around this is to dig up people who would speak candidly. This should include not only the references listed on a resume or other application, uh, but others. The answer is to put the word into work. To, the answer is to put into work to check out references properly. How do you do that? It is a key strength of search firms and companies that emulate this practice when it comes to reference checks. And there's certainly one way, one additional way for you to oper- operationalize your compliance program. Anyone who has worked in an industry for any significant length of time will have made many connections. Invariably, some of these connections will be acquainted with those. With you with people you're trying to hire uh, and those in your current and former employee. So let me give you the following example. A longtime friend who was employed at another company called and said he was asked by his hiring partner to find out the real story on a hiring candidate and ask a candid opinion of the candidate. The response was: don't hire him. Unless you think that such refreshing history exists when informal references are provided you're mistaken. In my past corporate position, I was charged with performing compliance due diligence on senior executives, and I spent time doing exactly this, calling acquaintances I knew and asking such direct questions. More than 75% of the time, I got direct responses. You must invest time and effort of your company in the hiring process to get the right people for your company, and this is obviously true, but probably more so in compliance. You do not want to hire people with a propensity for engaging in corrupt acts working for or leading your company. The hiring of someone who performed business activities in compliance with anti-corruption laws such as the FCPA will continue to be as much, as, as much art as it is science because the hiring of quality employees for senior management positions is similarly situated. But that does not mean a company cannot work to hire those persons who might have a propensity to engage in bribery and corruption if the situation presented themselves. The hiring process is one more tool that can be utilized to fully operationalize your compliance program, and the reference check is an underused but a key tool going forward. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, the hiring process can be seen as a first step in operationalizing your compliance program. Obviously, in the three steps that I articulated Uh, Reference, excuse me, resume review, in person interview, and the reference check. You can work to operationalize your compliance program in each of those three steps. The Department of Justice has considered hiring to be a part of a best practices compliance program for over 10 years now. So if you're not incorporating this into your compliance program, you're probably not going to have a compliance defense if that's uh, part of the FCPA uh, violation or allegation. And finally, don't forget the reference check. It is an underutilized part of the hiring process. It's a key HR internal control and absolutely mandatory for a best practices compliance program. It may seem like a simple thing, and perhaps it is, but it can be a powerful tool. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you very much for listening to Day 5, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for Day 6 of One Month to Better Compliance Through HR. This is Tom Fox again, and I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of one month to operationalizing your compliance program through the use of your HR function. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will rate it on iTunes as it would help our ratings and also get the word out about this seminal one month series that I'm doing in 2017. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me FOX, that's T Fox, at TFOXLaw.com. Finally, I hope you will join me again. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening to this episode.